Welcome to Beautiful Soul Sunday, and thank you for tuning in. Listen, we want you to be encouraged, uplifted, and strengthened in your faith as you listen to the show today. And we pray that this podcast will be a blessing to your soul. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lynn Gope. What is up, family? Grace and peace, beautiful souls. Rise and shine. It is a beautiful soul Sunday because this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Look, this is your host, your sister, your auntie, your girl, Dr. Lynn Gobel, and I am back again this week to give you another dose of the most insight, inspiration, energy, encouragement, and you already know, love. That is what I am here to give you a dose of. So come on in as I release some positive vibes to you wherever you are listening from, your phone, your home, your car, your computer, maybe even your radio or your television this week. Again, I would like to say thank you, thank you, thank you to all of my listeners nationwide and internationally who continue to support your girl's Godcast podcast. Listen, I am so very grateful and thankful to all of you who continue to tune into the show. Listen, you know, I love you and I appreciate you. And as always, I am sending you big hearts and lots of love, even some air hugs right back to all of you all across the world. So family, listen, keep it locked, keep listening and subscribing to the Beautiful Soul Sunday podcast as I give you some news that you can use. And of course, that is none other than the good news, which is the gospel of Jesus Christ. So family, I pray that all of you beauties had an absolutely amazing week on last week. I can say that I had a wonderful week. And listen, I want to give you an update on our boys high school basketball team because they did win their regional game last week, which means that they will advance to play in the state tournament this week. And this is something that the South Charleston high school basketball team has not done in eight years when my older son, Jordan Lewis, played. So listen, this is a really big deal for our guys. I am so excited for them. I'm glad that they are the team who is going back to the state tournament, even though it has been eight years. I am so excited for them. I am looking forward to great things. I wish them well, and I am sending them lots of love and even some prayers to the Black Eagles South Charleston High School boys basketball team. I am truly praying for these young men because I looked at the team during the national anthem before their regional game started on last week. And of course, my younger son always prays during the national anthem. But I leaned over to my husband and I told him that it looked as if the entire basketball team was praying. They all had their heads bowed. And I don't know if they were actually praying, but what they don't know is that my husband and I, and also our son, we always pray for the entire team before every game. 
So again, to the South Charleston basketball team, the Black Eagles, congratulations again. And I pray that you will continue to soar. And I'm really confident that they will because these guys really are some of the most humble players that I know. They never fight or play dirty, although they are typical teenage boys. I feel like these guys really do maintain having a good character about them. And I've watched a lot of them play since second and third grade. And a lot of what I see in their character is attributed to their parents. Our guys really just play their game. They display and maintain good sportsmanship. And, you know, when you do that, it really does show your true character. And I know that may be hard to do at times, but that's what I want to talk about today. And that is having or maintaining good character. This is something that I've thought about the last couple of weeks, and that's having good character. Because when you maintain good character and you can just stay humble and keep cool whenever you find yourself in intense situations and you allow your character to speak for itself, it really will make a difference, not just in your life, but it will make a difference in someone else's life. Because when you have good character, I'm here to tell you that is impactful on the lives of other people. And you may not think that other people are watching you and how you react in certain situations, but I can tell you that some people really are observing how you handle yourself, especially as a Christian, because a lot of times you know that people are just waiting for you to mess up and some people will even push you and try to bring you out of your character. I don't know if that has ever happened to you, but I know that it has happened to me. But here's what I want to share with you. Do you know why we refer to the alphabet not just as letters, but characters? It is because, watch this, the characters never change. The letter A is always going to be an A and so on and so forth. So character really is defined as someone who remains the same, someone who is not able to easily be brought out of their character. But character is defined as the mental and the moral qualities distinctive to an individual. It is your personality, your nature, your disposition, your temperament, and your mentality. Your character defines your habits, motives, thoughts, and morality, particularly when it concerns your integrity. Character is also defined as your moral self. It is defined as the crown of a moral life, and it is referred to as moral structure, which is something that is built through, watch this, virtuous behavior, particularly with women. 
That's why the Bible says in the book of Proverbs 31 verse 10, who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies. In other words, who can find a woman with good character? For my male audience, if you can find a woman with good character, it is more valuable than the most expensive jewel you could ever find or the most expensive jewel you could ever put on her finger. When you break down the actual word itself, your character should be consistent, unpredictable, and unchanging. Especially when you are in a leadership position, you must have or maintain good character. Part of that is making sure you are committed to something without compromise. And can I tell you that having a good character or excellent character can be learned and it can also be studied. But did you know that it is something that is also transferable through your DNA? Scientists estimate that 20 to 60 percent of temperament is determined by genetics. Temperament, however, does not have a clear pattern of inheritance and there are not specific genes that may confer to specific temperamental traits. However, the key to personality traits does not lie in how you were treated by your parents, but rather in what you inherited biologically from them. Namely, it is the genes in your DNA. And I recently heard that when a person is born, a baby's first breath breathes the name Yahweh. And I want you to listen to this. Scientists have found actual proof that the name Yahweh is actually written in our blood. It's in our DNA. It is called the YHWH code. When scientists extracted and translated that code, YHWH, they found that it actually spelled out the name Yahweh, which is God. So the name of God is actually written in your DNA. You can research and Google everything that I'm telling you. And this is the reason why there has been a lot of controversy lately, especially with Christians over the manufactured vaccines because of it being said that the vaccines will alter your DNA or change your DNA. And of course, I have not personally researched or dug into that theory enough to elaborate on it. But what I do know is that your first breath breathes the name of God and the name of God, Yahweh, is written in your DNA. I know that's probably a lot to absorb. So I am going to leave you with a Sila moment and allow you to think about that while I take a short break. And when I come back, I will get into this some more. So stay tuned and I will be right back after this brief announcement. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. 
Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other podcast platforms. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back to the show, my beauties. So before the break, I talked about how the name of God is written in our blood It is the YHWH code found by scientists. So again, it was found that Yahweh, the name of God, is written in our DNA. And I also talked about the name Yahweh being our first word or our first breath. It has been said when a baby is born and that baby exhales, he or she exhales Can you hear that? Yahweh. Yahweh. So this is the reason why it is said that your first breath can actually be translated as you breathing the name of God. I think that is pretty amazing. And I wanted to share that with you. But getting back to character traits and temperament. Traits of our temperament is mostly innate traits that we are born with, although they can be influenced by an individual's family, culture, or experiences, a person's temperament style or your temperament will play a role in how you behave and interact with other people and how you interact in society and within your own circles. But now listen to this. If someone is able to bring you out of your character, I'm truly convinced that this is a direct tactic from the enemy because if you think about it, it goes all the way back to the Garden of Eden for some of my Bible scholars out there. You know what I'm talking about. Because the enemy was able to slide in there and cause both Adam and Eve to break their promise to God and to break their character when it came to how clever the enemy was in seducing them and tricking them into eating the fruit from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. So it's how you maintain your character in situations like that and It can be very subtle when the enemy comes in to bring you out of your character and you have to be very careful that you are not just portraying good character by neglecting the care part, leaving you with the part of merely being an actor, care actor. So having good character means that you care about your integrity you care about having good moral standards, and you care about how you portray yourself, especially in situations which would bring you out of your character. So be authentic and be real about who you are and make sure 
that you are not just acting when it comes to your character. Character really is the true definition of holiness. So if you would not compromise living right and living a holy lifestyle, then you should not be comfortable compromising your character or compromising doing the right thing. It was Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. who said, the time is always right to do what is right. That's character. Doing what's right when no one is watching you because the basis and foundation of your character should be trust and integrity. In other words, can you be trusted to do what's right? Can you be trusted with the self-imposed discipline to do what you said you were going to do? Can you be trusted to say what you said, do what you said, and act on what you said? In other words, can you be trusted to say what you mean and mean what you say? Someone else once said it like this. The truth is that you always know the right thing to do. The hard part is doing it. What do I mean by that? Doing the right thing is often the hardest thing when your character doesn't line up with doing what is right. But when it does line up, the right thing becomes the easy thing because your natural mental and moral qualities will be distinctively displayed. Having good moral character is what makes you unique. It is what separates you from everyone else. And as I mentioned earlier, make sure that when it comes to your character, you are not just acting or even reacting in situations which can call your character into question. And the reason why is because when someone is acting or playing a role, it is easy to take on different personas when it comes to playing a part or a role in a screenplay or in a movie. So it's important to maintain your mentality, personality, and your disposition in certain situations, know how to carry yourself and how to handle yourself. Don't just use the nature of what's in your genetic makeup as an excuse for your behavior. Here's why I say that. I have a master's degree in Christian counseling and we studied the psychological temperaments of someone's character. What makes them tick? What causes a person to react one way in life situations and another person to react completely different to the same situation? And what I found in my studies is that it's all part of what makes up an individual's character. I also found out that there are two things which is revealed about a person's character. Number one, Either your character is God-given, meaning that you are either born with it, it's in your DNA, as I talked about earlier, or number two, some temperaments are a direct result of learned behavior. 
Meaning that if you grew up watching your parents fight and you witnessed your daddy punching a hole in the wall, well, that's how you may react when you get mad. And if you react that way, that is called learned behavior. Or you may say, my mother don't play. She doesn't take anything from anybody. And I don't take anything from people either. Listen, that is learned behavior. And that is one of the excuses that I talked about or mentioned earlier when it comes to certain behaviors. But what I also found in my studies as a Christian counselor is that when you study character and behavior, and when you counsel someone, knowing their temperament or their character will play a key role to your approach in dealing with that person because you have to be able to give the right diagnosis to help that person achieve forgiveness against someone who may have abused them or wronged them. And you have to be able to know and diagnose their own individual hurt, pain, and abuse because depending upon their temperament, your approach in helping them to heal should not be the same approach that you use for every person because each individual has their own character. And when you find yourself faced with challenges in your character, listen, I think that these five things will help you work on your character and they will also help you to build your character. So I want to share these five things with you. These are five character building tools that you can use in order to help you with your character. Number one, be humble. Humility is the beginning of wisdom. Number two, live out your principles and your values. Number three, be intentional. In other words, be clear, be concise, and be upfront. Number four, practice self-discipline. Listen, I already know that is a challenging one, and we can all practice self-discipline. And number five, be accountable. So be accountable and take ownership for your own behavior. Before I end the show today, I just want to leave you with about three quotes that I found. And one quote is my own personal quote. The first quote is this, beauty catches the attention, but character captures the heart. Number two, your conduct is the best proof of your character. Number three, ability may get you to the top, but it's your character that will keep you there. And lastly, this is another Lynn Goble original quote, and that's this. True beauty is the character you display, not the actor you portray. Listen, beauties, that is my time. Remember, doing the right thing isn't always easy, but it's always right. And that is another true testament to your character. And listen, if you're ever in question, 
Just follow the character of Christ. He is our number one best example of someone who always maintained excellent character. And that is the reason why we can just keep living our best life, not just for Christ, but after Christ. Because when you do that, you will live a blessed life. So keep feasting on the word of God. Be intentional to be a blessing to someone else Stay positive, stay healthy, body, soul, and spirit. Always be kind, keep a beautiful mind, and listen, never ever forget who God called you to be, purposed you to be, and created you to be. And that is a beautiful, dope soul. God bless you. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Don't forget to subscribe to Beautiful Soul Sunday on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, or any other podcast platform. Also, follow Beautiful Soul Sunday on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or visit our website at beautifulsoulsunday.com. Until next time, blessings, grace, and peace be multiplied.